Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang. I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more r slash am I the butthole? And if you love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. And let's dive straight in to today's first story. And it's from TiredSister87524, who asks, am I the asshole for not wanting my mentally ill sister as my bridesmaid? My 25 female sister, 27 female, has severe mental health issues that have made it extraordinarily difficult for her to function. I've taken care of her since we were kids. Our dad had a stroke when I was eight and my mum had to look after him until he died 11 years later. Our two older brothers, 40 and 42, are much older than us and busy with their jobs and their girlfriends, now wives. My family has given me a nickname, Kara Sarah. Sarah is my name. I don't particularly like it, but whatever. Mum is now my sister's primary carer, but because I know her so well, I'm often called to step in. The terrible thing is I don't really like my sister. I think I did once, but over the years I have spent so much emotional energy on her that I've just burnt out. To give a flavor of what life has been like with her, she called me at 3am the night before I was due to have a hugely important interview and told me she was standing on a bridge and about to jump off. I drove four hours to go get her and, and miss the interview. She seduced my boyfriend at my 16th birthday party and shouted for everyone to hear that the only reason I was born was because my mum had an abortion that went wrong. She told another boyfriend I cheated on him. I hadn't. She racked up over 10k of debt on my credit card in three days. I know none of this is her fault, but all I feel towards her is apathy. It means her actions no longer hurt me. She can be so, so sweet to me sometimes, but it never lasts. And I've learned not to like or dislike her, just endure her. I've never ever told anyone that and our whole family are under the impression that I love her dearly because of how much I've done for her over the years. Two years ago, I met the love of my life and we're getting married next year. The truth is, I don't even really want my sister there at all. I can't think of a single event centered on me that hasn't been in some way disrupted by her. I can't not invite her, so instead I want her just to be a regular guest. This also means it will be easier for my mum to keep an eye on her, because if she's my bridesmaid, I know I'll end up doing it. And I want my bridesmaids to be people I actually love, who love me too and will make my day easier. My cousins on both sides all had their sisters as bridesmaids, so I'm going against family tradition here. My mum and brothers are shocked and say it's extremely damaging for my sister to be rejected like this. One of my brothers says I'm being ableist. My mum says she always thought that one day, when she's too old to take care of my sister and I've worked a few years, that I would look after her full time. This was news to me, but now she's not so sure. All this has made me feel bad for my sister and I'm close to giving in, but if I do, it won't be because I want to. So, looking for honest opinions here. Am I the asshole for not having my sister as my bridesmaid? 
and I'm going to try and get some additional information from the comments with OP's replies. And it starts with original adventurous who says not the asshole. This is extreme parentification and you never should have been expected to look after a mentally ill person at eight years old. Your coping mechanism is very common for people who are involved with addicts and you feel the way you do about the situation for that very reason to cope. None of that is your fault. Not to armchair because I hate it, but it sounds like this is bipolar or schizophrenia based on the comments or whatever it is. People should always strive for self-improvement and control. I agree with some others that it sounds like your family has enabled her bad behavior in some ways and going low contact with them would be wise. Don't let them gaslight you. You deserve your wedding day to be what you want it to. To which then OP replies to that one saying, thank you. I don't want to go into too much detail about my sister's illnesses, but she has a number of severe mental health problems that make it difficult for her to live a normal life. In all honesty, I do think we haven't always handled it the best we could, but I can't hold that against my mum, given that for a significant period of time, she was trying to manage my sister and my father's poor health as well. By the time she was able to take the leading role in my sister's care, it was probably too late. I do think they mean well and I understand why they prioritize my sister's needs. Just for once though, I wanted their support to prioritize my needs. And I agree with the comment before OP replied saying, you know, they were eight years old. There was no way they should have been expected to look after someone who had some mental health issues at that time, an eight year old. And whilst OP does say in their reply, you know, they can't hold that against their mum because they was trying to deal with, you know, father's poor health and sister, it still shouldn't have been put on the shoulders of an eight-year-old. Under the old code says, not the asshole. your wedding is a day to celebrate you and your fiance. You're just doing what you know needs to be done in order to limit stress. Don't let your family guilt you into something you will regret the rest of your life. To which OP replies, thank you. I don't want to regret having her as my bridesmaid, but I also don't want to regret hurting her and causing a rift in our family. At this point, I can't tell which I'll regret more. To which under the old code replies that again, saying that's definitely a tough decision for sure. What does your fiance think? It's his wedding too, after all. If I've learned one thing in 10 years of marriage, it is that, and this will sound corny as hell. Teamwork makes the dream work. One question, is your family stuck on the bridesmaid thing or just having her play a part in the wedding? Maybe there is another important role she can fill. To which OP replies again saying, that's one of my fiance's favorite sayings, so not corny in my eyes at all. He supports me 100% and he understands how I feel. He's really the only person who knows some of my real feelings about my sister, although I haven't told him everything. That's a good idea or maybe finding something else for her to do. I'll definitely consider it. And the Quijo says, I'm sure people will be angry with me, but I'm honestly not understanding something here, OP. When you said your sister has severe mental health issues to the point she needs a carer, I was picturing something unable to communicate or maybe unable to meet her own basic personal needs like knowing to bathe or eat. Your sister is functional to rack up credit card debt, seduce a boyfriend, call you for help when she needs it. Something here isn't adding up. You are a worthy and valuable person, OP. You absolutely have the right to choose your own bridesmaids. Your brother could even volunteer to watch over her for you so you can finally enjoy a celebration without having to take care of her. And if that celebration is your own wedding, you deserve it so very much more. Since your brother threw out the ableist word, I'm going to throw out enablers. Your entire family enables her crap because you are there to do all the hard work. I'm so glad you're getting out OP. 
I wish you a lovely wedding and peaceful, happy marriage. Not only are you not the asshole, but I'd double down and let your family know that having your sister at your wedding would be too much of a strain on the both of you. She couldn't handle not being the center of your slash your mum's attention, and you shouldn't have to split your focus on your special day. Be strong, OP. Let your wedding be the start of a new future for you and your husband. And one final reply from OP who says, Kara may not be quite the right word. Personal hygiene can be an issue for her, but on a day-to-day basis, it's more about making sure she's taking her meds and watching out for any signs of developing symptoms, hallucinations, delusions, etc. When those do get worse is when it's a real challenge, but the day-to-day realities vary a lot. Thank you for the advice. It certainly gave me a lot to think about. And it's a not the arsehole from me as well. I, it's incredibly sad that OP is having to think this way. And I can't get over the fact that, you know, and I know it happens to a lot of people at eight years old, they're having to care for someone like this. And I do understand, you know, mum was going for a hard time dealing with father in this situation as well. But I still can't get over the fact that it was put on OP's shoulders. So of course, OP is going to feel like this in the long run. And I'm not sure if it's harsh of me to say, but I'm sitting back in that first paragraph. He says, you had two older brothers who didn't step back and see what you was going through, knew what your mum was going through, knew what you was going through. And was there any assistance from them at all? That question was going through my head. But in my opinion, this is your wedding and you deserve to have it the way you should have without pressure, without guilt being put on top of your shoulders. And it's just not fair. So it's a not the asshole from me. But what do you guys think of this one? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to another story. And our next story comes from Average Hate Machine who says, am I the asshole for not making my 32 female boyfriend, 27 male, adhere to a dress code my mother requested for my birthday dinner? I would like to give some context that I think is relevant. My boyfriend, I call him Alex, is is from up north. So when he moved to my state, Florida, he started mostly wearing basketball shorts with no shirt, with exceptions for stores, restaurants, etc., obviously. And it's Florida, so it's not uncommon down here. My family also does this thing I like to call King of the Hill Night. Every Friday, all the neighbors, family, and friends gather at my mum and stepdad's house to drink and shoot the shit while we hang out in front of the garage. Alex is also my stepdad's stepnephew. My stepdad's brother is Alex's stepdad. So for more casual things like Friday nights, he will normally wear the basketball shorts without a shirt. When Alex started attending Friday nights, no one had an issue with how he dressed. But then after a few months, my mum became very vocal with not liking how Alex dressed, along with criticizing his looks. She started requesting that Alex wear a shirt whenever he came over which he complied with since it was her house we were all gathering at. But even still, she finds things to nitpick about. Alex and I will either ignore it or just won't go to my mum's and stepdad's if we think she's being a bit much. All that to finally bring us to yesterday. Yesterday was my birthday. My mum reached out to me a few days ago and wanted to plan taking me out for my birthday. My mum asked me to pick a restaurant. I picked Texas Roadhouse and set it up for the evening of my birthday. I asked if Alex could attend and my mum said, of course. So when yesterday arrives, about an hour before we were supposed to leave, my mum messaged me and asked to make sure Alex is wearing pants and not his swim trunks. When Alex came down to Florida, it was initially going to be temporary. So he left a lot of things up north, including a lot of his clothing. 
but since a lot has changed since he came down, he's currently in the process of getting this stuff moved down here. So I had to tell her that Alex doesn't have any pants, and given the fact she was telling me an hour before we needed to leave, it wasn't going to be possible to stop by the store and then go to the restaurant. I didn't think it was a big deal since I don't consider Texas Roadhouse fancy by any means. Alex was just going to wear a black t-shirt with some black basketball shorts. My mum got mad and said I had two options then. We cancel or Alex can't come and my mum and I go without him. So I told her I would just cancel then. Then my mum replies saying that I ruined the whole evening and that Alex and I have no sense of socially acceptable behaviour. So am I the arsehole here? I don't think what Alex was going to wear was that big of a deal, but is it in this context? And there's a small edit, which I think is okay to cover straight away, which has ETA more context. Alex isn't the only one who will go without a shirt on Friday nights. My stepdad used to do it frequently, as did a few of the neighbors. So I don't know if that makes a difference. Also, once my mom asked him to start wearing shirts, he did. He wasn't planning to go to the restaurant without a shirt. Now, I feel like my opinion on this is going to be pretty invalid. In the UK, a couple of times a year, we get to put some shorts on, <laughs> but that's about it. So for someone to have pretty much a whole wardrobe of shorts is, is mind-blowing to me, I got to say. But it feels like an everyone sucks here to me. And I'll say that because, you know, your mum requested in her present, can he put a shirt on? some pants on possibly which i don't think is a huge request in the context of things you know but also mum you know for her hill to die on this last possible minute the whole restaurant thing and and give you an ultimatum like that i think it's an arseholeish move as well but i also feel like i could be way out on this one <laughs> so we'll start with beneficial pizza 5911 who says i'm a florida native and with the exception of trash it is uncommon to have basketball shorts as your sole wardrobe and jesus put a shirt on you're both assholes <laughs> little outside says i feel that we're not being given the whole picture here alex flees the north so quickly that he has to leave his pants behind <laughs> stays for a month longer than expected with only the shorts he's wearing expects to go to a restaurant dressed for the beach girl if your standards got any lower you'd be dating a slug <laughs> Have a chat with your mother. Chances are she knows something you don't know. You're the arsehole for canceling your own birthday dinner. Sorry, raise your standards. Rest in peace later says leaning towards everyone sucks here, but you're the arsehole. Your boyfriend goes shirtless to your mum's house, ignoring a pretty and reasonable and normal request. Weird that your mum canceled your birthday dinner, but your boyfriend is beyond rude and tacky. I normally don't care what people wear, but you and your boyfriend created the atmosphere of disrespect towards your mum, and your surprised attitude that she has finally set some boundaries is laughable. American Girl says everyone sucks here. I live in Florida. Men wear shirts unless at a beach, pool, or playing sports. No one could walk into someone else's house or a restaurant with no shirt on. Third try as the charm says you're the arsehole, as is Alex. He can go buy a pair of pants and a shirt. Had to sign up for this as everyone sucks here. Mum is going overboard. You shouldn't have to police what Alex wears, but Alex needs to go get his shit together. Fellow Floridian here, did I pronounce that right? The, it's normal to go shirtless excuse you made for him is BS and you know it. It's rude and inappropriate. Unless you're on the beach, no reason for it. I'm assuming he doesn't know this, which is why you're the asshole because you haven't told him he's not vacationing and this isn't actually acceptable. Now it seems it's a pretty strong you're the arsehole with a couple of everyone sucks here sprinkled in. As I said, <laughs> I ain't got a clue on this one, but let me know what your thoughts are down in the comments below if you have a moment to do so. And we'll move on to another story. 
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Now our next story comes from Mile High Slayer 720 who says, Am I the arsehole for calling out my sister-in-law and mother-in-law and my father-in-law? For mooching off of my spouse's flight benefits and I cost my father-in-law his job. My wife and I, both 28 female, live in the Denver area. My wife works for an airline that allows her to give her parents flight benefits as well as one friend who she listed her sister as, as well as myself. Now the only people that flies 100% free unless we get first class is myself and my wife. Her parents and sister do not. They do get a nice discount but it's not free. My wife has been working for this airline for three years and in that span of time, her parents and her sister managed to rack up a $7,000 bill. The way my wife airline works, she will receive an invoice for all the flights taken at the end of each month. And if she can't pay it, they're just taken off of her payroll. Basically, we all have the luxury of fly now, pay later. Airline employees do not make a lot of money. My wife definitely doesn't because she only works weekends. My wife hasn't received a paycheck in over two years. Important detail here. All of us would fly what is known as standby. Our boarding passes would say standby until we're assigned seats. Then we would receive new boarding passes that would look the exact same if we paid full price. Remember this now, I do make money that covers all of the bills and even left over for spending money. But here is the problem. Her father is a traveling welder who gets money to fly back home. Of course, he doesn't tell his company that he flies at a big discount. And because he works in remote areas with smaller airports, his company will just cut him a $1,000 plus check and he will pocket it. Before COVID, her mother and sister would fly all over the world for months on end. Last month was my breaking point. When my wife asked if they could start paying back for the flights just a little at a time, her mother pulled the whole, I gave birth to you shit. Her sister told her about all the time she drove her to school and her dad talked about all the money he spent raising her. I snapped. Yes, I yelled at them and called them all roaches who didn't deserve the flight benefits and I threatened to call my father-in-law's company and tell them how he's been pocketing thousands of dollars of their money. It was a back and forth yelling match that ending with my wife crying. Out of rage, I called my father-in-law's company and explained how he was taking their money and cost him his job. When I called his company, they were already suspicious because they required all his boarding passes and receipt of the flights. He had a receipt from before when my wife started working at the airline and my sister-in-law would go into an editor and make the receipt look new. He messed up recently because he turned in that boarding pass that said standby on it. The lady I talked to said they were just going to let it go because it wasn't the first time an employee turned in a boarding pass like that. But because of me explaining the whole situation, I cost him his job. Am I? The asshole. 
So was I reading this right that, you know, the wife worked for two years and never received a paycheck because they ran up this 7K bill. So wife is paying it off and then they come in with, you know, I raise you bull crap. Holy moly, not the arsehole. And what family does that to another family member? What absolute mooches. Alarmed hamster says, not the arsehole. They are leeches. You gave them a chance to do the right thing and they refused. You should also have your wife remove them from the benefit. That is so rude for your father-in-law to just pocket the money. Not give it to you to pay for the flight. Ugh. Get rid of the freeloaders. You don't need that in your life. Signata says, not the arsehole. I would start looking into legal options, frankly. What they did is fraud and theft. Your father-in-law's own actions cost him his job, not you. Sleepy Feline says, not the arsehole. They should have been paying your wife back for their flights the whole time. She isn't there to fund their travel plans. Actions have consequences, and now they learned that the hard way. They've essentially been stealing your wife's entire pay for many, many months. It should have stopped long ago. Pukov says, <laughs> I think everyone sucks here. I certainly think her family are first-class leeches, and you had every right to be upset. However, I think it would have been more effective to just cut them off. Your wife could have gone to management and asked to have them removed from the friends and family list and i'm fairly sure they would have complied in fact she should still do this becca 13 replies that saying it's concerning they let it go on for two years of no paycheck before saying anything and leap straight to getting father-in-law fired i think the parents and sister are being horrible and i think op and wife should have set up how they'd be paid before the parents and sister were put on the discount flight list Failing that, it should have been brought up in the first invoice that got pulled from wife's paycheck. And dealing with this by shouting and calling father-in-law's work ensures that they will never come around and that the family is ended. Which again, the parents and sister are awful and this may be for the best, but it might have been salvageable with better communication before there was so much debt and resentment. By the way, you need to start your post with everyone sucks here if you want it to be counted. And one more from the local traveler who says, honestly, not the arsehole. The father should have just give his daughter 1K each time or paid for his own. He shouldn't have been doing that to a company if he isn't at least paying off their 7K bill. Sorry, he doesn't get the cake and eat it too. Now, what do you guys make of this one? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to another story. And our next story comes from Notice Stark who says, am I the arsehole for lying by omission to my wife? My wife and I are both in our 50s. Several years ago, our daughter had a baby. We almost lost her in the process. Complications and a medical emergency resulted in our daughter slipping into a coma and having several surgeries and countless months in the hospital. Her recovery was long and hard and isn't quite over emotionally. About six months after the birth of my grandchild, she confided in me. She confessed to being in a very dark place. She was bitter, angry, sad, grief-stricken and everything in between. She admitted my wife, her mother, and her chronic positivity drove her crazy and made everything worse. She was raw and honest and asked me not to say anything because she didn't need everyone smothering her even more. Her husband knew and we talked a lot. I supported him the best I could because everyone was making things worse. Always hovering and trying to help with the baby to give her a break. All it did was make her feel like less of a mother. It also made her more bitter and resentful of the bond everyone had built with my grandchild except her. I helped my son-in-law distract my wife while he kept his family away the best he could. It was hard for both his mother and my wife. My daughter seemed to improve a lot after a couple of years. She went to therapy and worked on doing better, but then she slipped recently and started a more intensive therapy. 
It was after this process began, she opened up to more family members about what she went through. My wife realized I knew, and she found it hard to forgive me for the lie. She acknowledges it was more of a lie by omission, but the fact I never told her our daughter got so low. I was so angry and she feels like I weakened our marriage with this. I feel some guilt, but I also know my daughter wasn't ready to have others know, and if I had told my wife, she would have been concerned and would have done something. I don't think I would have a daughter in my life today, but I understand my wife too. We're in this rough patch and she can hardly look me in the eye. Am I the arsehole? I kind of want to put it down to a simple not the arsehole. You know, your daughter came to you with this information and it, it wasn't your place to go out and tell your wife about this. But I got to say as well, and I think the wife would be feeling pretty, pretty bad about it as well. Finding out your daughter was in a dark place and you weren't able to help them in whatever way, although it may have been detrimental at the same time, must be pretty hurtful. And I'm not saying that OP should have told wife at all, but I'm trying to understand, you know, looking in from the wife's perspective, it's got to be quite difficult, I think. Not 100% sure, obviously, but I'm just thinking if I was in wife's shoes and I found out, you know, my child was in a dark place and I wasn't able to help them. It's got to be pretty hard, I think. But I'm going to go with I'm not the arsehole in this situation. But the dollar casual says, what you did was not for yourself. It was for your daughter and it was the right thing. Honestly, your wife should be reflecting on why your daughter felt so strongly that leaving her out of the loop was the best thing to do. Your wife had good intentions and wants to help. So if she's humble, she can learn from this and support her daughter better next time. I can understand why your wife feels hurt, but keeping your daughter safe at her lowest point takes priority over your wife's feelings. Not the arsehole. OP replies saying, I know she will. I think the fear and sadness and maybe even guilt have hit her and she's struggling. In a way, we almost lost our daughter more than once and she didn't know that until recently. Hot Mess Martin Express says not the arsehole at all. Your daughter specifically asked you to not say anything to your wife. We're not talking about a young, stay-at-home child. She's a grown woman. I don't think keeping secrets between spouses regarding children is okay, but you were keeping a secret your grown adult asked you to. Please continue to be a safe space when she needs it. She chose you for a reason. I want to quit posting says not the asshole. If I was your wife, I'd be horrified that my fake positivity was a burden on my daughter and working to repair their relationship. Instead, she's mad at her husband for not betraying her daughter's trust. Wow. OP replies saying, it was never fake, that's the thing. My wife is not a bad person, but she's an optimist. She has always been able to look on the bright side, to be grateful that things worked out in the end. It's one of the things people gravitate towards most of the time. I'm more of a realist, come pessimist, but our daughter acknowledged it. She did not want positivity back then. She had no room for it. None of that was my wife's fault, and it wasn't just her. It was her husband's parents, all the siblings, both his and hers. I was the safe person because while I don't consider myself cold, I could be seen as a person who is, and that is what my daughter needed. Antitrust me says no one's an asshole here. It's perfectly understandable that a mother is upset that she wasn't afforded the opportunity to support her child through one of the darkest times in her life. But your daughter's journey is about her and what she needed from you at the time, not her mother. You definitely aren't the asshole, but neither is your wife. Perhaps she might benefit from some sort of counseling or therapy, as in my experience, a parent finding out after the fact their child was going through a depression they knew nothing about triggers feelings of failure on their part and confusion about how they could not have seen their child was struggling and wishing they did more. 
Your wife's anger at you is more than likely misplaced as she probably needs an outlet for the feelings she's struggling through. You might need to help your wife process those feelings, but take comfort in the fact that your daughter wasn't alone and she had you and her husband supporting her and you were helping by respecting her wishes rather than invade her privacy by disclosing her struggles without her permission. You did the right thing. Perhaps one day when she's ready, your daughter might sit down with your wife and talk to her about how this was not about your wife, but rather what your daughter felt she needed to get through the dark time she was in. Now, what do you guys make of this one? Either not the arsehole or no one's an arsehole here, it seems like to me. Maybe you have a different opinion on the matter. Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. A huge thank you for spending 20 to 30 minutes with me today, getting involved in the channel. All that good stuff really does mean the world and you make a huge difference in what you do. If you've made it this far, would you please consider, if you enjoyed, of course, clicking that like button, maybe subscribing as well and commenting down below all really helps out. And I love to hear your comments as well and what you're up to throughout the day whilst you're listening. <laughs> you know me, I'm very easily pleased. Thank you so much and I will see you in the next one. Take care, guys. Much love. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.